Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues session three of the four part Guidelines for a Happy Home series. This series is intended to strengthen the home to experience all that God has designed it to be. In it, you will discover how to establish a proper foundation, the power of commitment, and the importance of a favorable atmosphere that results in victorious living that in turn empowers us to live in victory in our everyday lives. This is a must for Christian couples that desire their home to be a little heaven on earth. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick concluded Session 2 by praying over the couples in attendance at the marriage retreat at Church on the Rock in Berea, and then began Session 3 by reminding us of the importance of our words. Then he began by reading his text taken from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 through chapter 5, verse 2. On this broadcast, he finishes reading his text and then gives us the definition of the word atmosphere. Then he recites a poem that explains love, and then goes to John chapter 15, where Jesus teaches us about love, which centers around relationship. And now, here's Brother Rick. Boy, don't you want your words to be gracious? For one thing, the Bible says, let your words be gracious. And I thought to myself, you know, you need to have them seasoned with salt, because you might have to eat them tomorrow. Amen. Make sure they're nice and tasty. Anyway, that it may give grace to the hearer. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed to the day of redemption. Now here in verse 31, we're going to start dealing with some things. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind. There's that word again we talked about last night. Never is it right to be unkind. Kind to one another. Tender hearted. Don't get hard hearted. Forgiving one another. How many of you know it ain't getting easier, is it? Even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Be ye therefore imitators, I like as one translation says, of God as children do their parents. Walk in love. Can you say that statement with me? Walk in love. How many of you know it's harder to walk than it is to fall? The world's falling in love. That sounds like an accident, don't it? God's called us to walk in love, not fall in love. Ain't nothing about falling in love. Amen. Love's a choice. We talked about that last night. We're going to talk about it more today. Walk in love. Now, here's our example. As Christ also loved us, how does he demonstrate his love? Giving himself to us for an offering as a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Let's pray. Father. We just ask this morning, give us ears to hear understanding hearts and obedient wills. Lord, as we come this morning, not just to occupy an hour, Lord, but to ask for your intervention in our homes. God, give us the word that we will need, Lord, that we can walk thereby and be a witness with our home for the glory of God. May our neighbors see a difference in our home than in the other homes in the community because you are Lord of our homes. Help us, Lord, to raise our children to know you so that they'll never stray from it. For we ask it in the name of Jesus. And everyone in agreement together said, Amen. Amen. This morning I want to talk about the atmosphere of the home. The atmosphere. Let me tell you why I selected this word. The word atmosphere comes from a Greek word, and the meaning is vapor. 
it means vapor. And the atmosphere, when I looked it up, it said this, that it is a multifaceted sphere comprised of a number of elements working together with gravity to provide favorable, listen to these words, living conditions. Do you want favorable living conditions? How many of you have had some unfavorable living conditions in your home? See, if you're going to have favorable living conditions, then you need to know the elements that creates the atmosphere. See, your marriage has an invisible thing going on. It's called the atmosphere of your home. How many has ever went to a home and you could tell that something was happening in there? You didn't know what it was. But you got there apparently at a bad time. <laughs> How many has ever walked in your home and the clouds were brewing? Storm was coming. You didn't know what you had done, but apparently you had done something. And the clouds, the atmosphere was changing. See, what's important is you need to understand, even though it's invisible, it's powerful. And what happens in the atmosphere creates the conditions we live in, whether favorable or unfavorable. We just had a storm to hit. Now, y'all guys have experienced some of that, haven't you? This ice storm. Come right out of the atmosphere. One day it's pretty. Next day, I'm in the dark. Power's out. We're hunking around gas logs trying to live. It's just, everything has changed. Not a bit favorable. You know, these things that I, I've kind of got accustomed to, like eating, walking around in the light, taking a shower that ain't cold. We had all kind of cold water. We didn't ever use it up. But man, I took two showers and had brain freeze. I thought I got to, I got to find me some heat somewhere. Everything was unfavorable. Why? Because there was a change in the atmosphere. Boy, it's important. It's important. See, the atmosphere is constantly changing due to the action or the inaction of humanity. Our atmosphere is in a constant change. It's influenced by our actions. And it has the power to influence you back. Now, since it's figuratively I'm speaking today or mentally or morally or even influential, it's obvious this one statement, I want you to get this. Lasting change is only sustainable if the atmosphere allows it. So in other words, if you're going to have change in your home, it's not going to be sustainable unless you first change the atmosphere of your home. Do you understand that? Because your atmosphere will kill the changes you're trying to enact. But if you'll create the atmosphere, then the change you're wanting will be sustainable. So the atmosphere of the home is comprised, and I want to give you these three elements we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about, number one, love. Everybody say love. love. Submission. Submission. Boy, that was weak. <laughs> Let's start back. Love. love. Submission. Submission. Unity. Now, how many of you know them three very, very important words that are highly misunderstood and misused? If there's any words in the English language that's been misused, it's those three words. And again, I look to see what Webster said. Did you know that in the dictionary, I have an encyclopedia dictionary I use. It's a big thing. World book. I bought the world book encyclopedias right before computers really took off. That was a waste. But anyway, I think we're still paying on them. Hey, we got them paid off finally, didn't we? My praise, God. But anyway, I use them even though they think I'm Fred Flintstone for using them because the Internet has everything it has. But I, I looked, and Webster has 47 
definitions of the word love. And did you know the sad thing is? All of them's wrong. All 47 times he tries to explain love, he uses feelings. It is a feeling of. It is a feeling of. Love is not a feeling. Love is difficult to explain. How many of us say amen? Reminds me of a poem. You want to hear a poem? Love is like an onion. You taste it with delight. But when it's gone, you wonder whatever made you bite. Love is such a funny thing. It's somewhat like a lizard. It jumps up around your heart and settles in your gizzard. Love is swelling so enticing. Like cherry gel and strawberry icing. Like chocolate mousse and roasted goose ham on rye banana pie. Love is good and there's no question. In other words, it's indigestion. How many understand it's hard to explain love? It's difficult to understand love. And it's even harder to live in an atmosphere of love. So I want to talk about these three elements. Since they're so misunderstood, since they're so difficult, I think maybe it deserves our stab at it this morning. See if we can learn what they are. First of all, let's look at love. Let's look at love. Because Paul is writing to us here. He's teaching us some things about love. He's teaching us that love is not just a feeling. Love requires some actions. How many of you know it requires some effort? Can you open your Bible to John chapter 15? This is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. But in John chapter 15, Jesus starts teaching us. This is all written in red. I, I love to read the red, don't you? When I first got saved, I read the red all the time because they said that was the words of Jesus. I didn't know Jesus spoke in black also. But also, I, I, these are in red for red readers. These are the words of Jesus. He's teaching us here. I am the vine. My father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I abide in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. For I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same will bring forth much fruit. Now this is my favorite verse. For without me you can do, say it loud. How many of you know in the Greek that means nothing? Without him, you can accomplish nothing. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather him and cast him into fire and they're burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Again, answered prayer. You know, there's so many different uh, attributes of answered prayer. Here, here abiding in Christ, letting his word abide in you. We talked about in 1 Peter 3 that if you are not in agreement with your wife, your prayers are hindered. So there's so many reasons why we don't get our prayers answered. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear more, more, uh, much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. The Father hath, now here's where I want to get to, hath loved me, so I love you. Continue. Everybody say continue. In my love. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. See, love has something to do with obedience. We're going to talk about that. Even as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you that you may have a good atmosphere. <laughs> that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. How many believe that would be a good atmosphere for your marriage? A joyful marriage. This is my suggestion. 
This is my commandment that you love one another. That's tough right there. But as I have loved you, that's tougher. For greater love has no man than this than lay down your life for your friend. For you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for servant knoweth not what his Lord does. But I call you friend, for all things I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. You've not chosen me. I've chosen you and ordained you that you should bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. And again, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I'll give it unto you. These things I command you. Second time. Love one another. Now, what I want to bring to your attention is some of the things we need to understand about love. Now, let me just begin by saying love centers around relationship. It centers around relationship. When you're speaking of love, you're speaking of an intimate relationship with someone. And so the key word for love is love is lived out within relational bounds. There are certain parties involved in love. You know, so many people, they, they think their hearts are full of love. But the Bible says you'll know that you've passed from death unto life because you have love one to another not love for but love to how many of you know having love for somebody ain't really helping them it'd be like you having a thousand dollars for me it'd do me a whole lot better if you got it to me thank you for joining us for today's podcast from a fruitful life we hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.